This is CliffCentral.com. 360biz on CliffCentral.com. It is 360biz.com. My name is Dabahoma Fodi. Welcome to another exciting installment of 360biz. It is indeed a beautiful Wednesday um, evening. So uh, today, you know, it's actually, I'm actually excited about, particularly about today. Um, discussion and show. Uh, I've got a man that I respect, um, and I've known about him for many years, but I've never had an opportunity to actually meet him and actually have him in studio. And today I do. That's why, you know what, I couldn't even, um, be waiting to be playing a song because I know that we're going to be having quite <laughs> um, a lengthy discussion and I really want to get, um, into the discussion of what we're talking about today. And he is definitely has come uh, with a guest as well, um, that will be actually joining us um, on the show. Um, today, you know, it's actually a beautiful um, Wednesday evening. You know that definitely the minute you start hearing us um, on the radio, you know that you've tuned to nowhere but Cliff Central. And definitely the name of the show is 360biz.com. Uh, You're allowed to join in on the discussion. Uh, our social media following is at cliffcentral.com. Uh, we are have a Cliff Central page uh, on Facebook, and we are Cliff, at cliffcentral.com on Twitter, and at uh, cliffcentral.com um, on Instagram um, as well. So if you want to follow me on social media, it is um, at Debohoma40 uh, um, on Twitter and on Instagram, and it's Debohoma40 on Facebook as well. I'm not alone in studio. I'm with my boy, Bulalan Bala. How are you, boy? Bulelana, wait. There's there's, there's 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 something wrong. I think <laughs> Bulelani, and I think can you can you can you just pull this while I, while I connect you here. So yeah, I mean, um, okay, um, okay, let's try that um, again. Right. Yeah, say hi, Bulelana. Hello, everybody. Yes, now I can hear good you. Good morning. Good afternoon. It's it's not morning, Bulelana. Well, I'm greeting the people I didn't greet in the morning. Oh, good morning, okay. Good afternoon. Yeah. And later on, I'll be saying good evening. Oh, okay. <laughs> mm. Are you well, though? No, man, I'm very happy to be here. Um, I come from the office. You know, production is running. It's a beautiful... You know, it's interesting that we are in November, man. Mm-hmm. The year... Well, it hasn't flown by, but it feels like the year has flown by. And, I mean, there's just a month to go. I think for us entrepreneurs, I mean, it, it's, what, a couple of weeks to go mm-hmm. um, in terms of our businesses remaining open. But, I mean, obviously, we continue working. Entrepreneurs do not Yeah, stop. but I see you, you're, pretty, you're, you're, you're pretty much relaxed uh, in shorts and what. Okay, but now the most confusing thing, you're wearing two watches. What, what? Here's the thing. I'm wearing two watches. Both of them have got the wrong time. Okay. The reason why I did that is when I left the house, I want to get batteries for both of them. So mm. I didn't want to forget them, so I wore them. And I kind of just forgot them. Oh, is it? So it's a, it's a nice trendy thing. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I want to be extra early. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 definitely. Um, Bulelani, today, I mean, we're discussing um, the issue of um, the real state of BEE. I mean, as we know, that South Africa's first um, democratic government was elected in 1994. I mean, with a clear mandate to readdress inequalities of the past in every sphere, political, social, economic. I mean, since then, government has embarked on a comprehensive uh, program to provide legislative framework uh, for the transformation of South Africa's economy. I mean, even in, 20, in 2003, I mean, the broad-based uh, black economic empowerment strategy was published um, as a predecessor to the BE Act uh, number 53 of 2003. 
I mean, the fundamental objective of the act is to advance economic uh, transformation and, and enhance economic participation of black people in South Africa. I mean, this is a discussion as well that we've had um, even in the past. But I think today we're taking a different twist, um, you know, uh, to it uh, in regards to that. I mean, we know that in this, um, in October this year, the BE Commission um, had planned and uh, to issue about 50 preliminary final findings against companies for contravening um, the BE Act. I mean, what are these conversations? Uh, what were these contraventions? And, well, uh, one of them I know definitely it is fronting, because I know that even in our previous discussion, we've discussed the issue of fronting that is actually taking place. Uh, I mean, a major form of non-compliance is fronting or the introduction of uh, superior schemes that prepared to or to introduce uh, black shareholders. Sometimes they go to an extent of taking domestic workers, I mean, without signing any benefits to them and giving them shareholdings um, into their businesses. You know that this is something that I'm very passionate about and we've discussed previously on the show. Uh, but that's why obviously today we thought, you know what, let's bring in an expert to actually discuss, I mean, some of these, um, you know, findings and preliminaries that with the commissioner that is, I mean, this enhances companies' BE status. I mean, it increases chance of winning contracts. Uh, I mean, fronting is uh, seen to be prevalent, and some companies have already been issued with findings and more are still yet to follow, I mean, in this year. And I know it's definitely something that we're all looking forward to. But however, I must say that with my guest, uh, particularly today, uh, to talk about the issues of real state of BE and transformation better he has been as well in the forefront um, of social media. I know that you trended um, not so long uh, where he got actually exposed um, you know some of these um, things that are actually happening uh, behind um, you know closed doors with us not no, not um, being updated as to what is actually happening. Without wasting further um, time, ladies and gentlemen, let me take this opportunity uh, to welcome my guest, Mr. Keith Levinston, who's the founder of Econofsev. I mean, he is the moderator of Triple B E Forum on Business Masters. I mean, Keith has been involved in broad blaze, uh, uh, broad-based black economic empowerment since 2005. His business is well known to all in the industry. Their aim, main aim um, in forum is to assist businesses um, you know, in becoming BE compliant. Um, I know as well on the line we're going to be joining by Mr. Liso Stedo, who's the acting chief director of Broadbase Black Economic Empowerment um, from the Department of Trade and Industry. I hope he is still uh, going to all my producers just signal that he is not uh, going to be able to join. So I guess um, it's me and Mr. Keith. And he's as well brought in a guest uh, who happens to be a daughter. Um, by the way, maybe before I bring in Keith, let's give her an opportunity to say hi uh, to our listeners, tell us who she is and what is it that she does. Hi, thank you very much. Um, I'm Leanne Friedman. Um, I am obviously Keith's daughter, mm. and I'm also the CEO of EconoBE. Oh, nice. So, Leanne, tell me, as a CEO, what do you do at EconoBE? So, in, in the work that we do at EconoBE... Mm. I'm saying you as a CEO. We're still going to get to EconoBE. I'm saying you as the CEO. My, myself, of yeah. course. So, I, I do handle a lot of um, client interaction, so some forms of consulting meetings. I oh. also give a lot of guidance to my staff. We've got a fairly big team back at the office. Mm-hmm. And How big is they, big? We've got 30, 30 staff. Okay. Yeah. So, um, quite quite big in terms of um, BE consulting. 
consulting mm-hmm. and I give a lot of guidance to them um, so that when they interact with clients, uh, I've actually often said that the conversation is the same. So the conversations coming from me facilitated via the consultants to the end client. Okay. Um, they're getting access to all of the right information, mm-hmm. um, which has been passed down to me, obviously, by Keith. Okay. Um, and we, yeah, so, so we're all on the same page in terms of interpretations and things like that. Mm. Uh, we also do a lot of events at the office. So okay. Um, I present some of those. Some of I've not team. been invited to one. Nice. So oh. who exactly are you doing this event with? <laughs> I'll, I'll make sure that you get an invite to thank the next you. one. <laughs> no, definitely. No, thank you on that one. Um, Keith, let me bring you in. Um, do you want to say hi to our listeners? Um, tell us who you are and what is that you do? Yeah, yeah, thank you very much. Uh, I hope I can live up to your expectations. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I started uh, the business a long time ago, got involved in BEE uh, back in 2005. Um, I knew nothing about it until then, and uh, it's something that became quite passionate to me. Uh, it's something that I could identify with and also made business sense to me. So uh, we got involved in BEE, all aspects of it, and uh, uh, slowly grew the business until it is the size. And uh, you haven't asked me what I do in the business, and that is as little as I possibly can other than... <laughs> <laughs> no, I was, I, was, I was actually still uh, going to come to that, um, to say you, you are a fairly young man. Um, you look 32 years of age. <laughs> so, and having have started this business, um, I mean, back in 2005, uh, don't you think you, 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 you've decided to, to hand over the reins prematurely to already have a new CEO? Uh, no, I don't think so. I think in any business, uh, you shouldn't be in any one position for more than about five years because otherwise you get a little bit stale. Mm, I wish <laughs> my president can hear that. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, uh, so, and, and in our case, uh, I think the exact th- same thing has happened uh, in our industry. It's actually quite a pressurized uh, job that we have to do. Uh, we, my PR guy once said to me, uh, you must be doing a good job because m- many companies dislike you. The DTI dislikes you. You're obviously doing it right. <laughs> and, and, and in that respect, I can sleep at night. Oh, okay. Uh, but, uh, it, it, it is a, ho- it is quite a hard business, and particularly if you're doing a type of consulting job, mm-hmm. uh, you are only as good as the last job you did. Mm. Uh, so, uh, you know, but I'm also, uh, Bulalani, very passionate about, uh, entrepreneurship and enterprise mm. development, mm. because that's mm. the area that I'm, I think I'm strongest. I'm not really a great manager. Uh, Leanne is, is better than me at, Doing the managing, okay. uh, worrying about the staff, getting the big stick or whatever mm. other method she uses. <laughs> yeah. uh, but it's the idea of taking a business and growing the business. And I always see that what I want to do in my business and in the economy is grow the economy. Mm-hmm. I'm not a socialist. I believe in capitalism. I believe if we can take our economy and grow it not by 0.7 of a percent or yeah. 0.65 of a percent, but 6% or 8% or 10%. We then are going to have a really decent economy and we're going to be growing the economy. We're going to be sorting out most of these economic problems we've got, most of the social problems mm. that we've got by doing it that way. Yeah. Mm. I mean, Keith, tell me, what, what influenced you to start this business though, back in 2005? Um, good question. Uh, uh, my history is I've always been an entrepreneur. I've always been in business and uh, I was in another business doing accounting systems and software uh, at the time when I came across BEE. And I understood that it was necessary to give my business away. So I tried to find somebody I could give my business away to. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I was completely wrong. And the person I went to see said to me, I don't actually want your business. Is that what B is all about? And it turned out not to be. Uh, I then met some other guy and he told me a bit more about BEE. 
Uh, I then said to him, you know what, if I'm so stupid and so in, uh, 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 so, so lack of knowledge around what broad-based black economic empowerment is about, mm-hmm. why don't we get together and tell people a little bit more about it? Okay. And we, we got together and we actually held a conference. It was at the old Ed's, uh, uh, conference center down the road over here. Mm-hmm. And, uh, we managed to get 25 people prepared to pay us to tell them what B is all about. Hmm. And when I learned what B was is about back in those days, uh, skills development. Okay. I said, hang on a second. This is a really good concept. It's not a matter of giving your business away because nobody wanted my business at the time. I wasn't making a profit. It it was about uh, doing uh, enterprise development, helping grow the economy. Mm-hmm. It was also about employment equity, which I knew was a problem, and I'd, I. I Maybe being slightly liberal or, uh, I, I never had a problem with the concept behind BE because I read the act as you read it out there a moment ago and it said, okay. uh, the purpose of BE is uh, to recognize that prior to 1994, mm-hmm. many people, the majority of our population didn't have access to economic activity. Mm-hmm. They didn't have access to skills. And you know what? We're sitting in 2017. Today we still have the exact same problem It's maybe improved slightly But we still have the same problem So uh, uh, to me it made a bit of sense I, uh, uh, I, I held that conference And fortunately I got a couple of clients And one client said to me Won't you design some software That will help me calculate my scorecard Because as you know B is a mm, based around mm, a scorecard And yeah. I said to this guy I won't give you his company name But his name is Brian and I said, Brian, it's easy to do the calculation. He said, humor me, Keith. You just do it and I'll, uh, I'll try and sell it for you to his own clients. And I designed this piece of software because I've got a bit of an IT background. Mm-hmm. And it actually worked. Mm-hmm. And we sold a thousand copies of this piece of software, whatever the case is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we started saying, you know, hang on, this is a proper, genuine business. It's something that I could sleep at night about. Mm. And I I feel proud that back in those days, we managed to get many, many companies decide to not only do the right thing, but grow their business at the same time. Mm. And they continue, sorry. Yeah, no, no, sorry, you can finish up. Yeah, and so they ended up uh, uh, doing all these good things, uh, uh, giving a small donation to charity, helping other companies grow their businesses, making good business deals, doing all the skills and so on. Uh, including in some cases uh, selling shares in their business. Mm. And that was, uh, in those days, I was really, really very happy about what we do. And our business grew very nicely. We landed lots of good clients and we still have some good clients. Um, but of course, uh, business changed a little bit. And what started happening <laughs> is everybody said, maybe I can take a shortcut. Let's rather do something in a different way. Will they ever know about it? Hmm. And now if we, if we're really clever, they won't know any, they won't know about it. In any event, who is there to know about it? Mm-hmm. Uh, the good old, uh, minister? No, it's not his job. The DTI? Uh, and you mentioned, uh, uh that Liso is currently the acting, uh, uh, chief director. But mm-hmm. prior to him, would they have done anything about it? No. So why not take shortcuts? And mm-hmm. that was, that started becoming a, a problem to me. Uh, and obviously to everybody else, uh, mm. back in 2012-2013, uh, the government came up with a new, an, an amended act mm-hmm. uh, that said uh, there are going to be penalties for fronting, and those penalties are harsh. You know, you can end up in jail for ten years if you are charged and found guilty of fronting. You can have a penalty of ten percent of your company turnover for the same thing. Now mm. that's now that's serious. You know, it's you know. To make a sick joke, it's better to kill your girlfriend. Mm. 
mm-hmm. from uh, that viewpoint, uh, but uh, which obviously it never is. Okay. Uh, but uh, uh, those penalties are harsh. Mm. But you know, you ask the DTI and you ask the B Commission, uh, are you going to do something about it? And unfortunately, they operate at the pace that they operate at. Mm. I'm not saying that they're doing nothing, but they are not keeping up to pace yeah. with what is happening at the moment. Because what is happening is it's, it's fast changing and fast growing. So and and now I mean Keith um in, in October you issued various tweets relating to the current state of BE I mean can you tell us what uh, triggered that maybe let me read one of the tweets the first tweet says so white owned companies less than 50 million turnover have found a perfect way to reach level 2 without effort or losing control or having new shareholders all this will um implicit support an agreement with the DJI so and a whole lot of other tweets started following um you know in regards to what what you've tweeted and um you know the strategies that that some of these companies are putting together in terms of um getting the right b e level so for me um maybe let me understand this first what triggered this it was almost the last uh, straw i've been worried about uh, fronting particularly uh, uh, the type of concept that these companies are using okay. um, over the po- for, no, since 2008. Uh, so it's not something that happened quite soon. Okay. But in October, I must have come across, and on that particular day that I put out that tweet, I must have come across about 10 certificates on that one day from companies who had issued B certificates mm-hmm. using what I see, or so I'll say it's an alleged um, fronting mechanism in order to achieve their level two status. Mm. I don't see that it achieves anything to do with the act. Mm. Uh, the act says uh, many people did, were deprived of ownership. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I could tell you right now what company, and I will tell you what companies are doing uh, with the proviso that I don't uh, support it whatsoever. Yeah. But I have told this to the DTI. I've mm. had discussions with Lisa, so it's a pity he's not on the telephone right now. Mm. I've had discussions with. Uh, uh, Zodwan Tuli, who's the acting uh, um, uh, B commissioner, mm-hmm. I was on the minister's task group, uh, which investigated uh, some of these schemes back in 2015. Okay, you and were? Are you no longer? Uh, well, the the task group produced, produced a report okay. in 2016 and presented it to the minister, mm-hmm. and nothing has happened yet. We haven't mm. seen what the minister hasn't issued any additional documentation. Mm. Uh, still waiting for it. In fact. Just last night, the B Commission issued their latest uh, uh, newsletter, mm. uh, nicely called The Whistle. And in their own newsletter, they said, we are still waiting for guidance from the minister as to how to handle some of these problematical issues. Hmm. So right now we've got a minister who hasn't issued any documentation. Mm-hmm. Uh, I spent a bit of time working on that task group. Uh, two and a half years ago mm-hmm. And prior to that For two and a half years before that I had been complaining about these issues mm-hmm. uh, Two and a half years later Now 2017 The DTI and or the B Commission mm-hmm. Hasn't actually come up with one word And they know that it's happening They haven't come up with one word to say This is now absolutely wrong We're going to go to a court And we're going to get this thing uh, sorted out once and for all Or we're going to lay charges And we're going to hope that this is going to be uh, Finally uh, uh, ch- A penalty will be applied Or else it is legal mm-hmm. At this moment I have to say You can do whatever you want Because nothing is going to happen mm. uh, Okay So so now I mean uh, on, on one of the tweets You had made mention That you won't believe uh, The creative ways That these businesses use To pretend that they are black owned 
I mean, with government and to win tenders. Mm-hmm. Right now, you've also just made mention of some of the frustrations that um, you you that got to you for you to actually be at the last peak. Do you understand? There's somebody that is listening that didn't see your tweet, mm. that doesn't know what you tweeted or who you are. Do you understand? Yeah, sure. Or even some of these, um, you know, creative ways that businesses use to pretend they are black owned. Do you wanna perhaps maybe give us a couple of examples in terms of some of these creative ways these businesses? Um, I, I using to pretend that they are black owned. Uh, yeah. Well, let, let, let's start with a really simple issue. Okay. Uh, last year, December, I received a B certificate from a company that showed that they were 100% black owned, owned by Mr. Safrontain. I okay. won't give you the deta- more details, but okay. uh, um, it turns out that he's a very white person. Yeah. Uh, but he simply signed a document saying he's black. The verification agency didn't bother to interview him. And they simply issued a B certificate. They, yeah. they finally withdrew the certificate when I went and said to them they should please investigate. Okay. I reported that to the B commission, uh, but you know, again, nothing has uh, n- n- nothing happened. But anyway, uh, that that's one way of doing it. That's a very blatant way of doing it. Okay. Uh, what many companies are doing nowadays is they are creating a trust. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what they're doing is they're saying that the trust is the fifty-one percent shareholder mm-hmm. of your company okay. or of my company. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, the trustee of the trust is actually the owner of the business, but the beneficiary is one black person, usually a woman, because you get more benefit out of it. Does that woman know that she is even a beneficiary? No. Mm-hmm. Does she get any benefit whatsoever? No. Did she sign that she is prepared to be a beneficiary? Well, she was jolly well told to, otherwise she is going to be dismissed. Hmm. And these are actual situations uh, that we see. So what is the benefit that she gets? Does she really own the business? No. Absolutely not. Is she the 51% shareholder? No. Uh, Very often I take a look at the company and say, who are the directors of the company? Mm -hmm. And I usually then, being a little bit... uh, uh, having a slight sense of humor, but also being annoyed, I will call the the particular person and say, "You the shareholder, you the fifty one percent shareholder. Why aren't you not a director of this little company? We're talking of companies who have a turnover of probably less than fifty million rand. Mm-hmm. So they can't say, "Well, I'm a sleeping partner," because she wouldn't ever invest in this company. She That's has true. no money. Mm-hmm. Is she a, is she an owner of the business? No. Uh, what happens when she leaves the company? Well, she's going to jolly well lose her right to be a beneficiary. Mm-hmm. And who is then the new beneficiary? Whoever the owner of the company who is the trustee decides to make as a beneficiary. Hmm. So he's got all the power. Uh, she, the lady, has zero power. Another way of companies doing the fronting is they create a trust and they do something quite nice and they say, we're going to donate this, the beneficiaries uh, some money for their education. Called an education trust. Mm-hmm. So they then, uh, uh, when I investigate, and I said to one particular person, um, "How is this trust paying for your shares?" He says, "No, I'm donating the shares." Okay, so you've got a hundred million rand business or a fifty million rand business, and you're donating the shares for no benefit because that doesn't make sense. Doesn't. Who's going to sell? No, Will, can I have your motor car, please? Yes, thank you. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make sense. Uh, and then the guy said to me, uh, well, I want, uh, I want my employee or I want this young girl who is at school. Mm-hmm. She's a matriculant to get some benefit. Okay. So, okay. Is she ever going to get any benefit? Well, no, because uh, the trust has to repay me for the shares. Hmm. But a moment ago, she had already owned the shares. Uh, 
Okay. Um, the next thing, of course, is will you ever declare dividends? Huh, you must be joking. Why should I declare dividends to give to somebody who hasn't paid for the shares? Or what we will do, and uh, you know, I, I, I use the word uh, uh, you know, slightly uh, aggressively, what they do is they pay enough money to this young student or matriculant that I call shut-up money. Mm. Now, if you are given 10,000 rand and you don't even have 2,000 rand to pay, Mm. For your schooling You will be very very quiet uh, Is it corruption? Yes of course it is But mm. it's, uh, it's corruption on both sides So uh, does this person ever have anything? Uh, well she has enough just to keep quiet And maybe he, she would even have enough to pay her schooling What's going to happen as soon as she passes? She's no longer a beneficiary The next one arrives And they will just keep paying a small amount But there's no real ownership from my viewpoint Mm. Uh, all I want from the DTI and the B Commission is to say, mm. is this a good idea? Because mm. if it's a good idea, then I would suggest every one of your listeners implement it. It's a way cheaper method. It's an easy method. It costs uh, a couple of thousand rand. In fact, there's one consultancy who I don't want to name who once mentioned that they are registering up to 50 trusts per month. This was three years ago. They have probably created uh, up to 5,000 different companies who have this so-called 51% black ownership. <laughs> so is, that, is, that, is this empowerment? Mm. I'm sorry. Uh, if mm. that's empowerment, I don't want to be included uh, uh, in saying this is empowerment. Yeah. If, it's, if, if that money is paid towards somebody's schooling, I think it's a great idea, and I call it skills development. Yeah. So, so I mean, you, 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 you've given two examples in terms of some of these creative ways. Um, I think can can um, can we add another two? Because um, I know that we won't finish them. Okay. But at yeah. least because because I think obviously part 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 of the show is to educate and inform. Mm. Do you understand? Yeah. yeah. Oh, sure. Oh, there, then there are other ways of doing it, and they don't always use ownership specifically. Uh, there's what we call a startup fronting. Where a company that used to be in operation for the past 50 years decides to close doors and reopen in the same name. In a new business. In a new business. They have the exact same customers, the same website, the same address, the same everything, the same staff. (laughs) But they've got a brand new business. The registration of that number of that business is 2016 or 2017. So they uh, qualify as startup. So they qualify. Well, they think they qualify as a startup. In terms of the B codes, they are only a startup if they are not a continuation of an existing business. But nobody checks that, so they then get their automatic level four. <laughs> then there's, of course, you know, the the other ones, uh, which I also submitted to the B commissioner, mm. and she was actually quite annoyed mm. uh, at what the company was saying. Uh, and the company said in a letter. Uh, to us or to, or to their customer via us We don't have any B status But we have created another company uh, Forget the name of the other company Which operates in the same way as we do And has the exact same products Same services and the same telephone number So if you would like a B certificate And you'd like to purchase from that company It will come to the same people anyway So please buy from them Okay um, <laughs> K- K- Kith, what, part, part of the show We, I, I, we, we hold um, people accountable I've, I've had the, the, the commissioner and and the commissioner was supposed to be here sitting with us today, and he said to me, uh, "No, um, have a discussion with Keith, and and uh, we'll come back and we debate some of these issues." So I want to be in a position. I understand you're frustrated, 
And part of your frustration, obviously, um, you need answers. And we all need answers. Do you understand? And not only from the commissioner, but from the minister too. So, but for me, I want us to be able to, in the question of, of giving them uh, or getting that accountability. Do you understand? So I don't know in terms of now, um, unfortunately, I think it would have been nice to have been doing this show, have gone through some of the submissions that you've made to them. Do you understand? So that at least when I have them here, I'm able to say there's a submission that was done on this date and this is what it says. And from, you know, year or it's been two years, it's been three years, nothing has been done. Do you understand? So then in that way, it, it so we're able to, to, to get answers, um, on this point and we're able to see or to get what has been done. Cause at the end of the day, I'm sure for you as for, from a, from a business perspective, it's frustrating doing these research, doing these submissions and whatever, and nothing has been done. Do you understand? And right now, people, and um, the more time is being wasted, people are finding more and more creative ways of manipulating the system. Do you understand? So, but now, maybe one thing that, um, Keith, uh, people might want to understand to say, but for, they would expect like a, a black business would be, or a black company or a black person for that matter. Um, they'll be the one that are in a position to uh, be blowing the whistle for that matter. Do you understand? And maybe there's somebody else that is listening and they might ask themselves to say, um, but you are a white man, you know, um, in a white business. So, um, what makes you different, uh, from them? You know, what makes you different from all others? Do you understand? So, cause I want us to, to, to establish that base so that, um, uh, I know you independent. Do you understand? And, and, um, so that, Somebody else as well from the other end, they're able to understand, let's say, the intention and the purpose behind why you do what you're doing. Yeah, that is a good uh, question. Uh, I think in a way I'm a maverick. I uh, I have principles. Okay. And I say that if uh, if there's a law, even if the law isn't very good, mm-hmm. we should follow it. Okay. I pay my etos. I know most of your listeners don't. Mm-hmm. But I pay my etos. I don't pay mine. No, yeah. no but I, I pay it because you see, I can't go to your president and my president and say you've done a whole lot of things wrong. If he can point fingers back, in fact, as you know, if you point a finger, to, one finger goes at you, and the other three come and towards the other me. Come to you, yeah. So I, I can't point. I can't have somebody point a finger at me if I do it. If I'm not doing it right, mm-hmm. and I don't want to do a job that I know is going to be not right. If I was producing bread, I would want to do the best possible bread that I could make. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to lower the quality because I can get it cheaper somewhere else. Okay. Um, in my business, I want to do it in line with the act. Uh, I've got a business. I want to make money. I want to make lots and lots of money. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I also want to follow, and that's the culture that our business has, is following right now and how Leanne is mm. implementing it. I want to follow what the law says. Mm. So while you go home and you watch TV or you do work, mm-hmm. my work is I read the B Act, I read the B codes, and I say this is my this is my the document that I have to follow every single day. Mm. And when I see that it isn't, if it, if it isn't perfectly right, I will send a submission to the minister mm-hmm. or to the DTI. Okay. I don't know the minister at all, so I'm I'm just using the name. Yeah. Uh, but I will I will write because I feel it is my duty to do so. Mm-hmm. I have spent. Probably more than 50% of my time doing non-productive work from a business viewpoint uh, rather than only trying to get business because I thought that it is the right thing to do. Uh, why am I doing it? Yes, I'm a white person. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think that uh, uh, I sometimes get annoyed and say, you know, 
And I spoke to one lady once, you're a black person, why don't you do something about it? No, no, I'm quite happy in my business. I was complaining about her business not having a B certificate. I said, aren't you concerned? She said, not at all. Why am I concerned? Uh, I don't know. It's just because that's how I am. Mm. Uh, okay. ma- maybe I've got some weird mm. things okay. about K- me. K- Keith, one, one of our listeners is asking to say, but isn't that a good marketing strategy that um, you exposing these companies? So in return, they would want to come and support you for you to help clean up the mess. Uh, that's, that, that, that's a good comment. Um, I have had... I have got some business. I have, uh, when I've identified a company who's done it wrong, mm-hmm. uh, I usually will write to them or phone them. Mm-hmm. I will usually get abused or sworn at. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in some cases, they will say, I'm sorry that I made a mistake. We knew nothing about it. And they have in many cases asked me, will you do, will you take over the work for me? And my answer is absolutely yes. Mm-hmm. I have. And I'm proud to say that I've spoken to some people and said, I don't want you as a client. I think Leanne wants to make a comment as well. I I just want to add in, based based on that, we've actually lost a huge amount of business because our clients will say to us, we've heard of the scheme. We've heard of this method. Can we get ownership points this way? And I have said, Absolutely not Because I don't believe that that's the right way To Mm -hmm. do ownership So I can understand what your listener is saying In Mm -hmm. that maybe we're going to get more business out Mm -hmm. of it Um, As Keith's reiterating We want to do things correctly So if the DTI and if the B Commission Says yes actually you can Get ownership points via this method Mm -hmm. Then great we'll do that But right now We're actually losing clients because we won't let companies um, do things that we see as incorrect. And Mm -hmm. they will then go to a competitor that sees absolutely nothing wrong with doing one of these dodgy ownership schemes. Mm. I mean, um, it's it's a good point that 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 you've made out um, there, Leanne. So, and 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 um, in the in the midst of you have lose uh, a losing client, Mm. um, but I think you you're getting. Good clients as well, others, yes. and I think you as well getting um, a government buy-in um, in terms of business. Um, Keith has been given opportunity to sit on um, task mm. teams and everything. Mm. Obviously, that is um, uh, you know that is monetary, mm. and and I think when I, and from a position perspective, it positions you as a subject matter expert uh, for that matter. But somebody else would ask. I mean, to say um, the top management in your company are mostly white. I mean, how does this represent transformation in your own business first before you start exposing and talking about other businesses? Yeah. Well, remember that uh, B is not only about ownership. Okay. Uh, B is about uh, uh, all those other now five elements of the B scorecard. Okay. Um, it it actually doesn't make huge amount of sense for any small business like ours mm-hmm. to sell shares in the business because nobody wants them. Mm-hmm. That's why we have many companies have gone along and done their uh, these ownership schemes that they managed to get their points out of, but in my opinion, doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, you know, th- the rest of what we do, uh, we are doing transformation as per the BE Act. Okay. The fact you, that you, I don't you, have you. ownership at the moment, mm-hmm. uh, I would love to do ownership. If the B commissioner today said, uh, you can go along and create a trust. I'll get a trust tomorrow and I'll pretend to have ownership. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I'll say, look, I've got, okay. I've got 51%. I'll even, mm-hmm. I'll even be able to tell you I've got 100% ownership, but that person won't mm-hmm. have any rights whatsoever. I'm not prepared to do it. I'd rather have white ownership than do it in what I think is wrong. Let the, let the minister tell me that I am wrong. What, what, what B level are you? Uh, we're at the moment seven. Okay. So we're struggling. Uh, I could get to a level two tomorrow. Yeah, I know. Were I be prepared to do what 
the B commissioner has not said is illegal. Hmm. And I, I and I've actually lost business as a result of that. Uh, mm-hmm. Yes, I'm not. I'm not here today crying about my <laughs> loss of business mm-hmm. or the gain of business. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, this is just now some of the little frustrations. I hear that. You, I will hear that many of your listeners mm-hmm. are saying they don't know what to do either. And if I say I don't know what to do, then it's even more difficult. Mm-hmm. Which you know, somewhat means, you know, if you had to ask me the question, is BE working? No, it's not. Do we need BEE? Well, yes, we need a transformation process or something. Mm-hmm. But is is BE working at the moment? Is it doing what we wanted it to do? No. Are we playing games? Mm. Oh, yes. Let, we can play lovely games with it and we can pretend things. The big problem is that this translates into money. I see my clients who go through this huge effort of trying to spend money on skills development and all sorts of things uh, based on an interpretation. And then... Uh, uh, you know, they, 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 they get some competitor who does absolutely nothing and wins the tender. That is so true. That is so true. But then I know you've all kind of about that one. Uh, you know, Lord, you want to go into business with me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, I think today I'm just here learning. It's amazing. Yeah? Is it? Yeah. It is amazing. But I'm sure you've got a comment. No, not yet. <laughs> now, I'm just taking it all in because, I mean, obviously we've engaged on this topic many a times on mm. the show. And, you know, oftentimes, I think one of the things that I personally had questioned is I had entered into an enterprise development program with one of the companies. So then they, they then in turn gave us money. It's fine. It's enterprise development. They asked what you guys need, whatever. The first year, they then asked for our BE um, affidavit, maybe mm-hmm. for their points. Mm-hmm. Fine. Now they asked for it the next year as well for the same amount. From the previous year Now I give them the same thing On the third year I'm questioning I mean This doesn't make any sense anymore You understand me Because Is is, is that amount Does that amount not represent Every single year You, you want to make me Burst into tears right now <laughs> I, had, I had a meeting with uh, Liso Steto's predecessor At the DTR The Gako Takalani Tambani mm. Back in 2014 over this exact issue, companies are choosing. They're not giving. They didn't. They didn't give you any money. Mm-hmm. They gave you a loan. They haven't. They they've chosen not to write it off. If they gave you the money, they would have had to give you the money every single year. But some company, some person has come up with an understanding and interpretation that if they give us to you as a loan, that same loan that was issued in two thousand and seven. Could be carried forward to 2008, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, and 18, 19, 20. And that's exactly what they're doing. I went to see the DTI over that. Uh, that was one of, again, my unpaid uh, activities. Mm. I spent two weeks preparing a presentation. I, they were good enough to give me two hours of their time. There were about 20 people from the DTI in that particular session. And I said to them, by my estimate, we are losing in small businesses. Mm-hmm. We're losing around about a billion rands worth of enterprise development per year mm. through this wrong interpretation, which all you need to do is put out a one-page letter. You will gain a billion rands worth of enterprise development overnight if you did it. And the guy sat with his face in his hands and he said, yeah, that's a problem. 
Hmm. I actually walked. So, I actually walked out of that meeting in disgust. Yeah. So, so maybe Keith, Keith, can I don't know. Um, is is it possible to to get access to some of these submissions that you've done? You know, um, so so that uh, one gets to 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 understand what is it that that um you've submitted, and so that as well when we, when we when we now seeking um accountability from a question of response, at least I know that it's something that I've gone through. I can certainly send you uh, some of the documents uh, Obviously where I have had an allegation of fronting mm-hmm. um, We need to be careful because a person is only guilty Once he's actually been found yes, guilty no, no, by no, a court of law So yeah. I don't want to have a, a, a defamation yeah. case against no, 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 you or no, me Yeah, no, 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 definitely but no. Whatever is available, yeah. I, will, I will happily make available In the interest of us all Yes, all definitely. fifty-five million of us. Yeah, no, 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 definitely. No, I, 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 I appreciate. I think that 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 would be very helpful. And in the issues of of cases, um, I understand. Or some of those, obviously, that haven't, um, those can be parked or whatsoever. But you know, mm-hmm. but at least I want what I want. I want something that is able to, um, to be able to work with. So right now, I mean, you've touched on on a very sensitive issue of of loans. Um, you've found that there's companies that position themselves as enterprise development supply companies. And these companies, um, they would say they, they fund SMEs. Do you understand? So instead of them getting, actually funding those SMEs, they want to take equity in return uh, for those SMEs. They actually give them loans, as you said. Do you understand? And right now with money that they were not loaned for, but this is money that was there, was grant for them or to them. Do you understand? Mm. For them to be able to make a difference within other businesses. And right now my question is, I think it frustrates me the fact that there's no uh, B commissioner ombudsman. Um, and for me, I think within, within the context of B commissioner, all respect to her, but I think it's a very limiting. I can imagine to say some of these things that you question, you are not being able to give in answers. But you see right now people are getting good lawyers and are getting good accountants, uh, for them to put the, to uh, put, uh, put up good structures that are P, you know, or ESD whatsoever, um, you know, positioned. But however, with no value in return. I've always said, um, I mean, people hated me for what, for the statement that I made. And I even said, for me, I think enterprise development, um, you know, space is the very easy and effective money laundering industry that one could be in. Because people are laundering money. Do you understand? And right now, there's no accountability that people are given. Right now, we've got the organization like Amapungani that's holding politicians and business um, accountable. We've got to, why don't we have one for BE, for instance, that is able to hold people accountable? Yeah, I, I, I think half the answer is the majority of uh, the press are very anti BE. People don't like BE. Uh, when I, uh, when we go and talk to businesses and companies mm-hmm. about BEE, mm-hmm. uh, they, they'll all, they'll often make a derogatory comment. I'm now talking about the people we see, mm-hmm. uh, businesses, uh, who might have caught us in. So it might be more a white business than a, than a black owned business. But we still have the same, uh, problems either way. And I went into some company a couple of months ago and the guy said to me, I need your, your help on BEE, uh, but, as far as I'm concerned, if they dropped an, dropped an H bomb, I think hydrogen bomb on BEE, I would be more than happy. <laughs> now that now that now that's the way. The please, person, please please elaborate. Well, crazy. Well, he, he says I hate BEE. I don't want to do it. Find me the best way possible mm. to to become B compliant. And then he said to me he was approached by one of these other consultants who wants to do these uh, uh, what I call suspicious ownership deals. 
I said, be very careful. You might be caught out. And be very careful. In my own limited opinion, you are probably going to be doing it wrong. Uh, he ended up following that method anyway. But, you know, we, Leanne was on an airplane coming back from uh, Durban uh, yesterday. Mm-hmm. And she spoke to somebody who happened to be sitting next to her on her airplane. Same thing. I hate BEE. Or BE is only for this or everyone has got an opinion. Mm-hmm. And nowadays when somebody says to me, what do you do? I say, I do management consulting. Because I'm going to get every single person from the shopkeeper down the road to the doctor to the uh, you know, the accountant telling me exactly what they think of BEE. I didn't ask him what they think of BEE. What they, think. <laughs> they just tell me, you know, hello, what is it you do? You're an entrepreneur. <laughs> oh, great. Hello, what is it you do? I'm a, I'm a B consultant. Well, I will tell you that BEE is actually going to – it isn't working and it's a total uh, corruption and take a look at the president. And I don't know what that's got to do with anything. Mm-hmm. And of course, they throw uh, uh, those uh, the family called Gupta at me. As a matter of interest, the Guptas have never said that they are B are black or B compliant. They've never said it that's because true. they they actually don't meet the definition of black in the first place. I'm certainly not making any brief out for uh, them or anybody else. But it gets very very frustrating and uh, actually soul destroying when the first comment a person makes about you is mm-hmm. an insult. Yeah. You know, we, 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 no, we, I, I know we're on a different type of radio station, so I can say things that I wouldn't no, anywhere the, else. No, the good thing we are uncensored and unradio, so <laughs> you, we, we can swear if we need to swear. So, so no, well, that I won't do, but uh, <laughs> we, we, we get, we get, no, we, during our, our consultation, we say that you will earn more points on BE if you can employ disabled people. Now, seriously, and well, with tears in my eyes, we know that there are disabled people, um, and they have an even harder time than. Yeah. Black woman did. Mm-hmm. What is the usual comment that a uh, that a person makes when you say, "Do you have any disabled black employees?" Leanne is going to say it. They always say they're employees, and they they every single one. It's it's yeah. so difficult being in a meeting every single time. They make the they make exact the same, same joke, stupid joke. Oh, all my employees are disabled. <laughs> now that now that is just you know okay it, I did I missed that it's joke a, it's a joke the first time but it's but not it's, a joke the thousandth time somebody says yeah. oh well all my black employees are disabled that no, read what you want into it mm. it's and and and, and when you, when you call them out <laughs> and we do call them out they'll say but come on I was just making a joke you know Bulalani uh, you actually my friend and my brother. <laughs> So I'm sorry for, for using your. No, 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 no. It's, it's only because he's sitting next to me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's okay. Leanne, Leanne, I'm, 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 I'm curious as to what, what, what was the conversation in the plane when you were coming back? So, as as Keith mentioned, whenever somebody asks us what we do, mm. I always start off and I say management consulting. So this guy says, okay, but, you know, what exactly do you do? Mm. So now I think, you know, I'm stuck on this plane. <laughs> I don't really want to have this long conversation because it's going to end up being an argument. I can't move seats because I have to sit in my allocated seat. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically, we, we spent probably about half an hour with me defending that BE is not bad because all this guy thought is I have to give my business away. Which that's not what BE is about. Mm-hmm. And if I give my business away, I'm giving it to somebody who can't do the job. And I keep saying that is not 
what BEE is about. It's okay. got to, it's got to be something sustainable. Mm. Um, if you're going to go into any ownership deal, I mean, mm. we, we've spoken a lot about dodgy deals, but if you're going to do an ownership deal right, it's like any other ownership deal that you're going to do, mm. your business principle needs to be there first. So mm. what I'm talking about is value add from that shareholder, uh, payment for those shares, either cash up front or some sort of plan, but ideally cash up front. Because if anyone's going to sell their business, those are the business principles that you're going to need. Secondly, look for somebody who is black and can add all of the value. And a lot of people, this guy said to me yesterday, where are they? They don't exist. I said, nonsense. They do exist. In mm. fact, the meeting before I came, uh, before, um, I came through to you guys, uh, this, this, this afternoon, I was with the company and they're looking for a shareholder and they are going to find a shareholder. We've partnered with company, with a company who can actually help source those people and they exist. Not only do they exist, they've got funding. They've got the right skills to grow a business, mm-hmm. not this, I know a contact over here and we can get this business, but actual skills that are going to grow a business. And um, this, this this person has actually said to me that they've done a deal with a company whose turnover is 100 million rand and doing the right activity with the right shareholder has grown that business in three years to anyone want to guess the number? A billion rand. Ooh. Now that is ownership done well. When you do ownership badly, and that's the, the way we, we hmm. have been talking about today. Mm-hmm. You're not getting that sort of growth. I mean, a hundred million to a billion. Okay. That's yep. the value add. No, no, I, I like what you just said, Leon. Leon, um, maybe quickly. You, you said that's not what B is about. Do you understand? There's somebody that is listening that doesn't know what a B is about. Do you want to maybe perhaps educate the people to say sure. what, what is it? It's not about giving away your, you've made a good point. It's not about giving away your, your ownership. It's not about giving away shares or whatsoever. What is it about? Sure. So BE firstly stands for broad based. Black Economic Empowerment. Mm -hmm. It looks at entire scorecard, which is a combination of ownership, management control, skills development, enterprise and supplier development, which also looks at your procurement, all of your suppliers, and socioeconomic development. When you do an activity, those activities should be sustainable. So, for example, when doing your skills development activities, spend money on skills development for your employees and for people in general that are going to add skills to the business and that's going to add genuine skill mm. to the person. Mm. Um, I must admit, I'm really quite tired of seeing that the same old Excel course uh, over and over again, which firstly doesn't add a lot of um, BEE points and secondly doesn't actually um, ha- carry as much weight as a BCom, for example, or an MBA, for example. So it is a lot more broad-based. Um, it does have a scorecard. Those, mm-hmm. those scorecards um, result in a number of points and that number of points result in a level. The level that the company achieves is basically um, a level one mm-hmm. to a level eight. Level okay. one is the best level. Level eight is the lowest level. Mm-hmm. And this is the recognition that a customer gets. So the whole cascading effect of BE and why a company needs to get a BE certificate is mostly when their customer asks them. Uh, their customer will ask them for a certificate if mm-hmm. that customer does business with government mm-hmm. or if that company does business with government. Mm-hmm. If that customer is a JSE listed company because mm-hmm. they are required to get a certificate or if they require a license, for example, a mining license, a gambling license mm-hmm. or a liquor mm-hmm. license, they must get a certificate. So that company then looks at 
their own scorecard, as I mentioned, those five elements mm-hmm. of ownership, management, control, skills development, enterprise and supply development, and socioeconomic development. They will look at the, the whole scorecard, and based on the procurement element, where they can get up to 25 points. By the way, ownership is worth 25 points. Procurement is worth 25 points as well. So they get points by actually buying from compliance suppliers. Mm-hmm. Um, and in a nutshell, that's the, the elements, that's the principle of the scorecard. Um, there is a different scorecard based on the industry and based on the size of the business. So mm-hmm. it does get quite technical, okay. but I don't want to get into too much of the, the technicalities today. Mm-mm. Oh, okay. So, so I mean, um, no, thank you, thank you for 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 for, the, for that insightful um for that insightful um information, Emily. Um, Maybe coming back to you, Keith. Keith, Keith. Um, at the time when you started BE, there was no institutions that were teaching BE. There was no universities. There was not a course. Maybe for 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 that matter. How how did you learn about BE? I just learned by reading the BE codes. Uh, talking to lots of people, um, I I was doing a little bit of consulting anyway. Obviously, not as well as I currently do it. Uh, and you learn on the job, so a lot of it was on the job. Mm. One of the first things that we did was uh, to actually start our own training courses. And I always find that if I teach somebody how to do something, I end up learning a lot more myself. That's yeah, true. So we, uh, we 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 were one of the first companies to do BE training. Mm. But uh, some of the, those courses are expensive today. Uh, well, they, they are. You know, even our courses, uh, we still have one day courses or half day courses. Mm. Uh, they are a, you know, a couple of thousand rand or so. It was qu- uh, quite a long late on later on in about tw- two thousand and ten mm-hmm. uh, that uh, the DTR started with what they call the management development program. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is a university, uh, UNISA or WITS uh, type initiative. Okay. Uh, which is going to obviously also be some type of training, but a lot of it was, uh, self, self-taught and self-learning. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of it is also, uh, we've got the history. If you ask me a question, uh, like you did earlier on about the enterprise development and the loans, mm-hmm. we've got the history over the past 10 years. And if I were to have to give you an answer to something, I would go back to the original B codes or the draft codes of 2004 and 2005 to try and get a precedent of the thinking that went into how to do the particular job and get the final answer mm. in the best way possible, which unfortunately, even at the DTR, there have been changes for good and bad reasons, mm. um, but uh, they, they don't have the continuity. They also haven't seen uh, 5,000 companies who have had all sorts of different questions. If only they did, they would start realizing the difficulty and the hassle of what has been implemented. Mm. So now, I mean, I've, I've realized, I've taken a note, look at the people or companies that are making a killing in the enterprise development space and triple B space. Uh, it's never black companies. Mm. It's never black owned businesses. Uh, why is that? I, I wish I knew. I wish that there would be a lot more, uh, you know, even in the verification industry. And, you know, uh, somebody called mm-hmm. us out ourselves only having, uh, being a white owned company. Mm-hmm. So many companies are either white owned or verification agencies also mm. uh, were started by by white people I don't know maybe they saw there was an opportunity uh, um, but it is changing mm. uh, and you know it probably uh, mirrors the economic activity that is happening in this country anyway mm. which is still not 70 percent or so white type businesses yeah that is exactly the point I wanted to to mention mm. Um 
as you know, roughly 90% of our population is African-colored Indian, mm-hmm. about 10% is white, yet 90% of the economic resources is in the hands of white people. Mm-hmm. Um, you've seen the stats from the Commission of Employment Equity about top management jobs, something yeah. like 60% of top management jobs are white male. Mm-hmm. So I think um, obviously it's, it's, it's definitely in, in the, the BE industry, definitely in the enterprise and supply development industry, but in general, it is across the entire country. One of the, I don't want to get too technical, but one of the requirements in terms of procurement is to spend 40% of the, to- of the company's total procurement value with companies who are more than 51% black owned. Mm-hmm. And 40%, if you think about the stat of 90% of the population is African colored Indian, the target is 40%, which is firstly low, but secondly, it's actually extremely high because no companies are actually achieving that because there aren't as many black owned companies out there that these companies can buy from. And to me, that's why I, I, I say the word sustainable. We need a sustainable solution on enterprise development to grow that black-owned business properly so that they can actually supply the big corporates with a billion rand uh, turnover, whatever the case may be, mm-hmm. uh, but do it sustainably rather than you know try for a, a, a quick-fix type of approach. That's amazing. And I, mean, I think just, just from my perspective, to a SMME or a black entrepreneur out there who has been invited in an enterprise development program where they want to give them funds or whatever, what are some of the things that they need to look out for or what does that thing look like to yeah. Um, an SMME or a so, black entrepreneur. So, so firstly, one of the um, important criteria is to work out whether or not that company can actually be a beneficiary. An enterprise and supply and deve- development beneficiary is a company that has a turnover of less than 50 million rand per annum mm-hmm. and is more than 51% black owned. The actual definition of enterprise development is to assist a company assist a company to grow and become operationally and financially independent. So if that criteria is met, then they can obviously engage in an interaction Um, and I think it's important to make sure that that is actually the case um, and that the end benefit is going to be that the company grows if the company doesn't grow out of the initiatives then why do it in the first place um, the activities that can be done is quite broad. So we spoke about the, the loans earlier on, um, but they could also give some of their time. They can do some mentorship and coaching of the business. They can give free office rental. Um, there's a lot of different activities that they can do, but I think it's got to make business sense as well as BEE sense. Um, the codes also talk about supplier development and the difference between enterprise development and supplier development is basically enterprise development is any company. Supplier development beneficiary must be a supplier to you. So that is in the future going to solve that problem I mentioned earlier around procurement if done well. Um, you, you know, you know, time, time, time usually flies when, when, you, when you're having a good time. Um, I'm going to try to convince my guests that I have them uh, next week um, again for another show because right now um, we, we we're getting to the educational element. I think that's mm-hmm. where you, your your strength is, yeah. and I really want us to get more into into um, into that. But quickly, for somebody that is listening and that wants to attend some of your trainings, um, and and be able to get some of your the, or support your business, where can they get hold of you? I think the easiest method is to visit our website, which mm-hmm. is www That's mm-hmm. E C O N O. S-E-R-V dot C-O dot Z-A or alternatively uh, follow us on Twitter um, we're at uh, Keith Levenstein and my Twitter handle is EconoServed Lee okay. so that's probably the best method or give us a call yeah absolutely okay um <laughs> 
Close, closing a uh, word of closing, um, Keith. Until next week. Uh, yeah, well, uh, what I'd love to talk about next week mm. uh, would be uh, what, what the opportunities are for all sorts of people, including also uh, enterprise development and uh, black business, mm. uh, to grow themselves through using BE in a proper and a sustainable way. Um, you know, yeah, I, I arrived over here feeling a little bit demotivated, um, seeing uh, uh, two gentlemen and uh, a lady as well. Uh, uh, has made me a lot more uh, motivated yeah. about uh, that. You know what? Uh, uh, people do exist who are good and who can who can do mm. the work that we that that needs to be done uh, to grow the to grow the company mm. the, the the economy as well as the company. Mm. And you know, when you do look at uh, some of these bigger companies that have embraced BE, they've actually done very well for themselves. Yeah, no, and that's what I, that's what everybody should do. Mm. No, 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 definitely. Uh, uh, I love the work that you guys do, uh, SC Um Thank you, Leanne, for, for, for coming through. Um, thank you, Keith, for, for definitely coming through. It's confirmed. We're having them next week, and we're going to be discussing about uh, some of the opportunities that, that you've, um, you've, we've just, um, Keith just spoken about. If ever you've just tuned in, you miss out on an exciting and amazing show. Um, but you can always go to www.cliffcentral.com. Go to podcast to actually listen to uh, to the podcast. We're going to be tweeting this as we're going to be making noise about this. We're going to make noise about this, right? Fantastic. Def- absolutely. Definitely. <laughs> so, and, and get inside, get educated, get informed, and really um, for the betterment of our economy, for the betterment of our country, and touching uh, individuals. Bulanan, do you have something in closing? You I look traumatized. No, no, no. I think I think I was just mm. about to get into my questions. Oh no, you'll get like into time, the question yeah, next week. Like yeah. But I mean, it's it's an amazing because I think that if the entrepreneurs themselves know what to expect mm. when getting into such situations, they'd also be able to stop it immediately. Mm. You know, to red flag it immediately, mm. so that these companies don't get away with giving ten thousand. <laughs> Whereas they were yeah. supposed to give a hundred thousand. Yeah. No, definitely. Catch us again next time for another exciting installment of 360 Biz. My name is Deborah Mafoni with Bula. Bab, bab, we out. This is CliffCentral.com.